and say, I am blessed. And I am a blessing. Glory to God. Amen. Now, if God says that you are blessed and you are a blessing, it is irreversible. It is what? Irreversible, but you can decide not to make it work. So, this morning, we just want to look at some unlocking and sustaining blessedness. Unlocking and sustaining blessedness. Amen. He is faithful. Glory to God. Unlocking and sustaining blessedness. Whatever the Lord has pronounced concerning your life already exists and is yours. But you have a responsibility to turn it around. To open your doors to allow same to come to you. When the scripture says that Jesus told the church in Laodicea, said, Behold, I stand at the door and I'm, I'm knocking. Sometimes we just take it like um, it is for unbelievers. No. Unbelievers and believers. Every word, every promise God has given, every pronouncement he has made is knocking on the door of your heart. If you allow it, then you eat the fruit of it. So there is something happening in your life. There's a knocking going on. And you must open the hearts, the doors of your heart and let what God intends for your life to come to pass. I pray that you do that in the name of Jesus. First John chapter 5 verse 18 to 21 we'll look at 18 to 20 and then later we'll go to look at 21 hallelujah We know, can we read that together? We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. But he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him. I have atomized here nine dimensions of experiential knowledge that will help you on this path. Knowledge is the major issue. What God has said cannot be refuted by anyone and no one can successfully put it down. The enemy cannot take it away from you except you donate it. I'd like you to have a quick understanding in your spirit. Whatever God has put in you, you are the one who will let go. The enemy has no power to take what God has given to you. You donate it to him. You tell me, come and take it. I don't need it. But if you choose to keep it and activate it and make it work, it will work for you. We know that whosoever is born of God does not sin. 
The TPT put it this way, does not live in sin. There's so much of controversy among believers concerning this scripture. Nobody understands English language much more than God. And nobody knows the Greek better than the Holy Ghost who brought it out. When people talk with finite <laughs> correlations and say the authority, well, friends, we've got to be very careful when we are talking like that. Because no one knows the mind of God except the spirit of God that comes from him. Who is also God. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin because it is not in his nature. It is not in his nature, but the issue of choice has not been taken away. It is not in your nature as a child of God, a new creation, to sin. It is not in your nature. It is not part of you just as it was in the days of Adam before they made a choice that was contrary to the things that God had told them. It was not in their nature. They did not have the natural propensity towards that. But God does not control your will except for his own purpose. He does not. He respects every person's will. So your choices are your the manifestation of your will. If God should take over our will, then we become robots. But that's not how he created us. We are different from the animals. Even though biologists say we are also animals. Some of these issues are not issues that I talk about. <laughs> uh, you see? If we are talking now, you begin to speak a language I don't understand, I will not argue with you because I don't understand your language. You get what I'm saying? I don't understand. So I, it is wrong for me to say you are wrong. But I don't understand. That's what I told my sister several years ago. What you don't know, you don't argue about it. She didn't have understanding of the Holy Ghost. And speaking in tongues. People were speaking in tongues and she was angry. And calling names. Several manner of things that I told her. So what you don't know, don't talk about it. I gave her scriptures. You go and read these ones. I will be with you. We went there. I just rebuked the the devil that was inside her, confusing her. That one left, and what was left was Holy Ghost. He began to speak in tongues profusely. Thank God she had cooked rice, so we went to eat the rice. While she was down there rolling and speaking in tongues for over one hour. What you don't know, don't waste your energy on trying to argue. But there's something that we see. The one who is a new creation doesn't have the nature of sin in him. There's nothing like a sinful nature. No. But sinful practice to put off the old man and put on the new man, which is Christ Jesus, is the practice, is the attitude, is the perception. It is a kind of words that fill your heart. What you believe in, what you trust in. So anyone that is born again doesn't have the same nature. But there's sin around you. Contesting for your obedience at 
every single time. Every single time. I, I have made a statement that I keep on making it. There's no accidental sin. There's no accidental sin and you are not the instrument, the hand of the devil. So when you go and misbehave, they ask you, say, it is not me, Satan. If I happen to be around, I will slap you. Because you are mad. Maybe the slap will bring you back to normalcy. You saw a woman and you chose to follow the woman. You made an about turn, a U-turn from where you were going to follow the woman. She took taxi, you took taxi to follow her. If you, are no, if you didn't have your own car. She stopped at her shop, you also stopped by watching to see if she will stay inside there or she will come out. You have become a crazy person with that ambition, no goal, no vision. You are just walking about. If eventually you go to sleep with this woman and you are caught, and you say, it's not me, it's the devil. Yeah, the devil himself has so much, he, he has caused so much havoc that he doesn't have the boldness to say, I wasn't involved. You know, when you catch a thief, he doesn't have the power to say, it's not me. And the one that is beating him most, he will say he is also one of us looking for someone to drown with. There's no accidental sin, everything is premeditated. Is what premeditated, programmed, and pursued until the end. So whatever is wrong that you go into doing is something you decided on. You chose to do it. We know that the one who is born of God does not sin. But he that is born of God keeps himself. He does what? That is his assignment. That is his prayer. Telling the Lord, Lord help me. Why? We'll come to that one. So we know that he doesn't, the one that is uh, born again, the one that is a child of God, the one that is born of God, does not sin. Number two, we also know that the one who is born of God keeps himself. It is his responsibility to keep himself. There's something that um, the accounts say, ensure betrayal from medicine. It doesn't just happen. You have signals. You, you, you have some vibes coming around you to show that something is wrong here. And that you make a decision either to leave or to continue staying there. You failed a paper in your first semester. You failed it again in your second semester. And you were stupid not to know that you have a weakness in that one. So you must separate yourself onto that subject. Otherwise, it will dampen your spirit and make you feel many more. Your courage will be destroyed. It's a choice. We procrastinate. We put aside. It shall be well. That's the passive man's language. It shall what? God didn't say so. He said, tell the righteous. <laughs> that it shall be well with him. And what? He will eat the fruit of the, what? His labor. There's no labor. You're not righteous. You are a disobedient person. When it's time to read, you are not there. Let's be careful the way we twist scriptures to suit our purposes. But we know that the one who is born of God keeps himself. And the wicked one does not touch him. If you keep yourself, he cannot touch you. Don't waste your time binding the devil and throwing him into what you call bottomless pit. It is not your assignment. Tell yourself, that is not my assignment. <laughs> is that 
all these uh, one-legged prayers that sometimes you do out of confusion. I cast it, I cast you into bottomless pain. Satan will be looking at you and say, look at this mumu. He knows that you don't know. That is what these guys went to in the book of Acts. The sons of Sceva. What do they call them? They didn't even have name. In their Baba name, what they go use? You don't get name. It didn't matter. We cast you out in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> Satan said, you guys are not serious. I'm looking for a man who will stand the authority of Christ and tell me to check out. I will do that one. Not nonsense like this. Began to beat them. This one is from confusion to shame. Jump through window, not because of righteousness like Joseph's own, but this one from, from stupidity. Where do you stand? The wicked one is on duty, but you are a no-go area. So don't carry yourself into his own wavelength. No. Don't carry yourself there. When you hear the arm robbers came to a house next to yours and the one before you, it didn't come to your place. That's when you begin to, to boast. I've told them that I'm, I'm a child of God. They know. They can't come here. It was just divine mercy that was helping you because you are not qualified by reason of your relationship with Christ, your attitude in the faith. You are losing significance in the body of Christ. You are losing significance in the church, your local assembly, because you do nothing. Nothing. Your will and your interest is always first. That is the primary thing. It comes before what God is talking about in the place where you are worshipping. The divine mercy is what is helping many of us. Not because we are properly positioned ourselves. The wicked one will not go to rest. He has no power to go and rest. He is doomed to do what he is doing. That's our summit. But you are also in a different continent, a different country altogether. You belong to a different family. There is where you stay and he cannot touch you. What did I say? There is where you stay. He's always looking for a way to deal with us. Always looking for a way. Always. If you are reading newspapers, you don't feel like sleeping. You read, you check from beginning to the end. You Let me check sports and see what is going on. Okay, what about entertainment? Are you an entertainment officer? Okay, let me see economy. Oh, for that time, I sleep and you are the one checking the economy. When it comes to you taking your Bible to do serious business with the Holy Ghost, then your eyes become heavy. And before you know, you are yawning. After the yawn, the next thing is sleep. We don't even know where you go away. One day I slept in the sitting room and everybody left me in the place. Everybody, even my wife left me. Well, after all, she'll she be waking. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You see, this body. When he decides to deal with you, he will mess you up. That's why we've got to be extremely careful. Extremely careful. Satan doesn't have power over us. But we willingly go to submit to him. Because we leave our boat. And we go to where he's operating. It's not his fault. We just went in there. Here we are. Deal with us. We have heard about your exploits. We want to have a feel of it. The next verse, please. How many have I mentioned over there? About four? Okay. Yeah, the next verse. Let's read together. Oh, what happened to you? 
know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway, the control, the influence. The TPT says the whole world lies in the misery and the influence of the wicked one, of the evil one. The whole world, you cannot chase the devil out until his time is due. You can't. But you can protect your own constituency. So don't waste your words. Don't waste. Don't go to pray. Instead of praising God, you, you, you are showing the devil how powerful he is. I bind you. I bind you. Especially when we are doing this um, congregational prayer. When somebody is saying, I bind you, I lose. I lose. I bind. I lose. Jesus' name. So where are we now? Zero. <laughs> Satan, I bind you. Another person on his rise. I lose. I lose. In any way we say it now with some kind of uh, I lose. In the name of Jesus. Satan said, okay, I did here. Or you try to bind me, your brother has already released me, so I lose. Never let Satan be the subject of your fasting and prayers. Never. 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 Amen. Never. What I see about us in this church is proper appropriation of will. We have prayed, we have fasted. But the will of people are not submissive. To the things that we are talking about here. And I cannot take you away from you. I told somebody in Sunday, I said, don't let me pray against you. Don't let me pray against you. But the way you are behaving now, I may pray against you. So I beg you, I beg in the name of God, don't. Don't you? Because where we are now, I cannot influence your way. I cannot tell you what to do. When you come to church and the word is taught and you close your heart, there's nothing anybody can do about it except the Holy Ghost himself. The kind of work we have been doing here, fasting and praying, sanitizing the environment, the rest of them, touching our hearts, it is your will that is left to make us see the things we have worked for. Your will. Somebody is owing you money and the rain is showing signs of falling. For the first time in your life, you will bind rain. You cannot stop me from going to take that which God has given to me. Rain, stop! Time for service. It is drizzling. Blessed be the name of the Lord who made me salt of the earth. I need to stay alive, otherwise this rain can destroy my saltness. Father, thank you. Because you are salt. You didn't see your light too. But your will tells you, let me just stay at home. Let me just stay. One day I didn't come to church. My wife tried to convince me to come. I said, no, there's something I wanted to do. That there was something I needed to do. As soon as they left, ECG went on duty. The light went off. So what I said I was going to, I couldn't do. And mosquitoes came from nowhere. They dealt with me like no man's business. So I look at the time they were about returning. I said, Let me just enter bedroom. Well, this shame is too much. I could not pray against ECG. Who helped me? Who I was going to pray to God to do do what you see, God is merciful, but you see, at times he'll just turn his face away.
the world lies under the control the influence of the enemy but we live in a place that could be likened to goshen that there's darkness in egypt but there's light in our place there is famine over there but we have abundance here that's a kind of thing what happened in egypt then was god showing us how he can single out his own in the midst of adversity so yes satan is operating everywhere but you are not his victim you are not the reason why he came so be where god wants you to be have the right attitude keep yourself keep what yourself Asem and frail now with Jesus. It's not your name that is mentioned. If they say Mary, are you the only Mary in this world? Why must you think you are the one they're talking about? If they are called, come, you know, releasing blessings, Lord bless Mary, you can say amen. But when you are saying nonsense, don't put your name there. That is you they are talking about. They say Peter. There is no name in this world that people don't have in one form or the other. There is no name. Now I have Fusukwachi. That is my creation. And I have not seen anybody called Fusukwachi. But I have seen Kwachi Fusu. And most times people mistake that one Fusukwachi and I get angry. <laughs> I get angry. The names are not the same at all. Kwachi Ofusu is not even hyphenated. But somehow, somebody has your name in some way. In some way. Amor Kusi. There are many Kusis and there are many Amors. They are all over the place. But if it is not your name, don't respond to it. Don't respond. Know who you are. Know what? And who you are now becomes an albatross around your neck, ordering you to behave in a particular way. We know that we are of God. We came from Him. We belong to Him. We are submitted to Him. We are sacrificed unto Him. That's the issue about of God. And the whole world we know also. But because we are of God, we have already overcome the world. No matter what the devil does, he cannot control our lives. So don't let your own will take you to a place of control. When the devil controls you. You're not the only person Satan is fighting. He's fighting everybody. Including people who belong to his kingdom. Know you are of God. Say, I am of God. I came from him. I belong to him. I'm God-driven. I'm sacrificed unto him. And I say, be conscious of that. Be what? Conscious of that. I am of God. I came from him. And I belong to him. <laughs> I'm driven by God. Everything about you is God. If you can be saying this to yourself, I look into the mirror one day and I look at my face and I ask myself, What is wrong with you? If anybody has been around, the person will say, What's wrong with this man? This guy, old age is troubling him. I ask myself in the mirror, What is wrong with you? Why are you looking sad? And sadness is not part of my heritage, I don't have time for that one. But my face was sounding like that. And I said, you cannot be sad. It's wrong. It is what? Wrong. Why? The joy of the Lord is what? My strength. I may be down today, but I'm rising up tomorrow. I will get to my destination. No matter who is offended. I'm more than the conqueror. You begin to talk about who you are. about who you are. 
Rejoice in the fact that you are God's own, God's own product. You are God's own child. You belong to him. He loves you so much. There's nothing that he would hold from you if you are where he can reach you. He went to visit Adam, but Adam was not in the house. The all-knowing God knew that the man was not there. But he wanted Adam to commit himself. Adam, where are you? The man was quiet. His state was bad. Glory had departed. He was now covered with leaves. He chose God, he chose being like God over and above Godship because God made him God in his fear of influence. But somebody came to deceive him. One of my sons went ahead of other and now wanted to use me to correct the other. And I told him, no, it's not possible. It won't work. We were on phone. If we had been face to face like this, I would have seen the nature of his face at that moment. I have a name to protect. I have God's purpose to defend in life. The name I'm protecting is not Isaiah Fusukwachi. It is God. Jesus Christ. It is his name that I must protect. If I do, then my name is protected. Don't let people ask you, where is your God? Carry big Bible. And then we see you doing what is wrong. Where is that your God, self? Where is that your God? And they begin to mock your God, not you. They mock your God and it affects you. Yet you choose what you want to do above what God wants you to do. Hello? Are we, are we friends here? Are we friends? I wish we would be on to the end. Did you hear what I said? I wish we would be friends unto the end. Unto the end. Whatever the devil is doing in the world, you are not supposed to be a victim of it. You are the one who should say that it happened but not to me. And the scripture said about Jesus Christ, he said so himself. He said that the, the prince of this world cometh, but he has nothing in me. He has what? I don't account to him because I don't have his property. When you're a man of anger, you have the devil's property and he has a right to come to check on the dividends of anger. You cannot stop him from coming. You have a God called sex. God called what? Sex. All you think about is how to get a woman to sleep with or get a man to sleep with you. That's all you think about. It's a natural thing. You do it without any guilt. You do it without any, any, any consideration at all. You just do it. I want to tell you something here this morning. Anyone who is not married is not permitted to have sex. If you're a Christian, you are not. Sex is given to those who are married. married. They are what? I'm not saying you are staying together. That's another nonsense. You are not. But you go about having sex anywhere, 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 anyhow. And then you come back to stay in the church with the filth and the demons that you've gone to gather, they follow you. You don't like what I'm saying. You don't like it. Two things you can't control your mouth, you, you say anything. And then, number two, you cannot control your genitals, you can't control them. You go about like a mad person. Like a dog sniffing. A 
you are somewhere, you are somewhere, you are a man of influence somewhere, they post somebody to come to you as secretary, and then the next moment, you have second wife in your office. So when it is time, no one's closing time, everybody goes home. You lurk around, you just lurk around like one spirit that has no habitation. come back to the house and your wife suddenly comes, pops out and then you are shaking because you think that she saw she saw welcome home I'm robber welcome home thief proper thief and you still have confidence you come to church smiling Isaiah, slowly, slowly, take it cool, take it cool, let it be cool, yeah, don't kill them, I'm not killing you, I'm just wounding you. <laughs> You know what they call kofiko? The kind of blows they put in your ribs here. They just they, uh, it, it, there's no cut. There, there's no bleeding. <laughs> so anyone who saw you so they were just playing. He was not wounded. But some veins are broken on the inside and you are having internal bleeding. By the time you go to your house, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy. I am dizzy. Dizzy, 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 dizzy. dizzy. But he came home by himself. He was very strong. That's what Satan does to many people. Many people. He is looking for who to have a bout with, a duel with, and then you present that yourself. And you don't have any covering. So he deals with you. And then before they know you're already down. Next verse. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true and we are in him who is what? True. In his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. What credentials? Can anyone talk about here that you you have the understanding of who Jesus is, understanding of who his father is, understanding of your position in him, understanding of his nature. He is a true one. Have understanding. If nothing at all. The reason why you got born again and some things had enslaved you, suddenly you found yourself free from those things. That you were dead and you brought you to life. Just back to life. That you were drunk and then one day you, Jesus brought you in, out of that place. And when you see alcohol, you begin to vomit. You were a harlot. And he brought you out of that cubicle, that suffocating environment. He brought you out and clothed you with glory. That when people see you, they won't ever connect you to that kind of attitude and profession. If you don't have any testimony, you have one. Once I was blind, 
But now what? I see. A chronic sinner that at one touch, bam, everything turned around. That is your testimony. And that man who turned you around is true. That man who turned you around, he said, be in me, be in me. Be what? In me. And he says, he is the true God. He is eternal life. That is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Do you now choose to go out of this habitation to a place of rejection, a place of pain and reproach and shame, a place of sickness, of death? Is that what you choose? I was living with my uncle at, um, there's a place they used to call White House, Nosu, and I had some friends in that Mamobi market where they are sucking people recently. That's, that's 1977. I told my uncle that I wanted to be with my friends. He said, be careful. <laughs> Let me be with them for a few days. Ladies and gentlemen, I went to Mahobi Market. The buildings were there. There was no market. So people were taking over those places. And we were there. <laughs> there were three of us. We were four. We were four. So we were enjoying ourselves. Go by watch early in the morning. Come chop. Go back go in the afternoon. Chop. And the factory, the mosquito factory, was that big gutter, this Nima gutter that, that serves as a boundary between Mamobi and, and, uh, and Nima. So in the evening, they will go on excursion, the mosquitoes. So they kept on eating and chopping us, eating and chopping us. One day, my mouth became very bitter. And I started getting weak. Then I remembered that there was a habitation where mosquitoes couldn't go to. So I thought, I'm going back to my uncle's place. <laughs> you know, when I got there, he looked at me. He said, you are sick. I said, no. He said, that's why you are coming back. Why didn't you remain there visiting them? <laughs> I went there. Like this daughter of Jacob. What was her name? Huh? Diana. I want to go out there and see how the place is like, how the people are. Hey! And she got raped. And if you understand what rape is in their system, it's not this one that uh, they, they raped you and you are still laughing. Because you have become a reproach to your family. Serious one. And you may not get a husband. The whole of a lifetime. We take so many things for granted. So many things. One were coming, I saw a young man with one uh, um, uh, trouser actually hanging up. You know, one were coming, I told uh, I told Epaphras that um, you guys in this world, this present age and this generation of men, young men and young women. You are very wise. He was waiting for some powerful commendation. And I said, uh, you don't want to spend much money, so you buy half piece of uh, material, and then you sew tight, short, tight, two pockets here for economy. And then your trouser is half trouser length. It becomes like pencil. And but this one we saw around our corner here. What am I pointing to? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere there. You know. He was hanging, almost getting to the knee. I said, This guy is very wise. Praise God. He doesn't care. You can be angry, it doesn't matter. Because the guy was just going about with confidence. That's how some people do. They rebel against God and yet they walk about with confidence. And I don't know what kind of confidence that is. They walk with the spirit of deception around them. Hello? Are you here? Are you faithful to God? Is he your God? 
or he is your milk producer when you are in need he provides for you you go to him you become humble at once father you know I love you so much you begin to fake crying I love you if you want to count the people that love you in this world I will be among the first ten Lord you can deceive me or you can't deceive you every man will receive the fruit of the seed he sows but there's something God wants you and I the two of us to know to know where we belong where he has chosen us to be that we are in Christ why are you stepping out of Christ to want to see how the world looks like friends <laughs> don't let it be like my own I left the house healthy and returned sick and even when they ask you you pretend Rimbrando se prashaba haditu kratayese minami bobun samani so nananiswe chinino God looks at it like this as it is man alright Christ is a true God Christ is eternal life if you live in him you are living where? in eternal life and eternal life means that the spirit of God quickens every part of your being He's in charge. He helps you to be who God wants you to be. I think I have five minutes more, Abby. The five minutes? Five minutes. One adult? Or children five minutes <laughs> hey my god this word of god is so sweet i tell you now read job chapter 1 verse 1 we'll read that one and then we we'll get back to 21 verse 21 of this chapter everything in five minutes mm. you don't believe ah, if you don't believe it means you are praying for me to speak more oh. are we there there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was what that man was what he was what that means he was perfect right and upright he wasn't bent down upright bold to face god at all times bent down kissing the earth from where he was taken blameless in god says somebody was blameless then the man indeed was blameless and that was an old testament saint so the issue of i cannot help myself it's just it's just a misguided a misguided excuse to excuse yourself from blame i say you know the, the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak are you the only person that a man has been chasing are you the only only girl in this town I resisted and I resisted and I resisted and the man kept on coming. The man will not give up. The man will not give up. So eventually I gave in. Stay in there. Stay where? It was money that was enticing you. It was a car that was enticing you. It was one house the kind you have not seen before. And they took it to one room and said this is where you will be staying. And you were stupid. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your sex. As 
for the men's matter is better you don't talk about it. A bunch of crazy people. You leave your wife in the house. I'm going to the town and come back. You have said the Lord go with you. You say you don't even know where I'm going. You knew where you may say God should go with me. You know where I'm going. They called you. Hello, dear. Where are you? I met so and so friend, and uh, we had to go to wager. So are you are you at wager now? Yes, I'll be back very soon. Because the girl wants to pick the phone from your hand. You are protecting the evil that you are practicing. Follow women like a fool. A lamb that is going to the slaughter. Who cannot feel it. When the thought of your wife comes to you, you stop. But you don't have enough strength to say no. That girl came to sit in front when I was lecturing one day. She came to sit in the front like this with one short, short, short dress. Don't know what the name of that dress was. And then she sat and opened herself up. I looked at her and I said, get up and go to the back. Move. They were shocked. They had never seen that kind of thing before. I said, get now move to the back she took her bag and went to the back and everywhere became quiet the room became very quiet the room was like the, what we saw in those days in N1 at Legon we'll be there in our hundreds Saturday. then one fellow came to ask him why do you disgrace the girl I said is she a human being Girls are human beings, two of us. But that one is not. Go and ask her if she is. She will tell you. <laughs> when I was transferred to a town called Toro, she had she got graduated and was posted to that place for service. And the building they gave to them, about three girls, was behind our house at Toro. I went to the office the next day. Actually, when they were going to the house, I saw them. All of them were my students, but I was not enthused to talk to them. Met at the office. And I asked her a simple question. Are you as you were then? Or you have changed? So I'm born again. So praise God. Uh, you are saying Hallelujah. born again. I said, I'd like to see that one. I was not as quiet as you see me now. I was very rough. Your age as a Christian, I was very rough. Not taking any nonsense. Satan didn't have room around me at all. I swore before God that I would not touch any woman outside my wife. And I've taken a vow before God in 1977 January that I will never beat a woman. So if I'm not going to beat my wife, you don't fall in that bracket. You're not a woman. Any woman that begins to pursue me, you are not a woman. So in your case, I can beat you up. Even now. You know why? When you give yourself, you give in and you fall. It is you. You can't tell God this is the woman that helped me to fall. No. 
fight the good fight of faith in words and in deed. I've added those ones. Stop all these things. The guests, I've told you before, stop this one. Your boss is cuddling you, holding your hand. And you say, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. What is I don't like that? I don't like that must be demonstrated. You understand? With a hot slap. A hot what? That will leave a mark in his face. One eye already red. By the time he gets to the house, he will understand what it means. And he said, I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't. What is I don't like that one? That's nonsense. What about if my pastor appears? Your pastor has traveled. Satan will tell you your pastor has traveled. So don't worry about that one. Allow, allow, allow. Allow. <laughs> Say, don't allow. Fight it. If I prayed out some girls from ladies from our church, I did that one because they, when they missed me, they wanted to take over my elders. I sent them out. Now I look at your face. I want to send you out, but God won't allow me. Some of you, I want to send you out. I want to pray for you to go out there and suffer and then come back. This old man is a very bad man. He was a bad boy before he became an old man. Praise God. He was perfect. He was blameless. That is it. And then he was upright. These are things you have been made by Christ. Oh, just keep it. Now, now, say something. The man departed from evil. He hated evil. He didn't countenance evil. He didn't sit down where evil was. You are not strong the way you think you are. You are only emboldened by the Holy Ghost. You are given strength by him. But when you go to a place where he cannot be, then where is your strength again? Hmm? Where is your strength? Depart from evil. Tell somebody to depart from evil. See, don't deceive yourself. Abusing grace. Don't preach some things about grace in a fashion that will not help you. You know you are weak. You know it. Instead of sitting down, having chance the Holy Ghost in the Word and taking strength from Him, you are just making empty, empty pronouncements. No, the person that makes declaration declares from a place of effect, a place of impact. I have seen the Messiah, he had a testimony. cannot be sick. He has seen something in the word of God that's caused him to make that statement. No man can put me down. What about if you lay down yourself? If you lie down yourself? It holds you. A royal From no mean kingdom and the kingdom of God, where your king has no his dominion has no limit, he doesn't aspire. They don't vote on your membership. No, won't that one be enough to encourage you and keep you on? It should not be long that he that will come will come. The king is coming. The king is coming. We have been saying this one for more than 2,000 years. But the king is what? Coming. The dangerous thing here is that you don't know when he is coming. So let me just go out there and enjoy myself. Then he comes. Then what? He comes. Where will he find you when he comes? And at that time you cannot be like Adam. The woman you brought to me. 
That woman you brought to me, you told me that she was a good person, and I agreed with you that she was. But that woman is the one that brought this matter. Take advice from John the Beloved. Verse 21. You know what I'm talking about? First John 5, 21. Let's read that together. <laughs> Little children. Some of them were older than him. He was still called the rich children. Keep yourself from what? Idols. DPT. Keep yourself from what? Now, so little children, guard yourselves from worshipping anything but him. Can you tell me some of the idols? Free. Just talk. I won't pay. I won't say we are right or wrong. Just say anything you want to say. Social media. Money. Sex. Or TV. What? Fashion. Fashion. I like that one. Friends, food, food, food. Anytime we mention fasting, your body begins to vibrate. Hey, you go to pastor, pastor. You, you rub your, you, you use your hand to rub your forehead, it becomes hot. You go to pastor. Pastor, I feel my See the way I'm shaking. I don't know why. Anytime I want to fast, then my, the malaria, this is my malaria. Uh, you have purchased malaria, that's your property. May the Lord make the malaria to grow. You, you didn't say amen, you are afraid. Okay. What about some of the other gods? Betting. Football. Now you see, all the betting you talk about is about some one thing, money. It's not the betting they love, it is the money. The money that will come out of it. Whatever you worship, some of your cars, car, your children cannot even touch your car. Some of you, your books, no, I was, I was like that before. I still am. Not like before anyway. But you talk with my books, I will deal with you. That's one is true. Praise God. Someone said, Bishop, please lend me. I said, sit down here and read. <laughs> lend what? Sit down. If you are a very serious person, sit down and read. When you are reading, I will know how much you love book. Uh-huh. And I watch the way you are reading the thing. They give you book to read. The first thing you do is to open like this. You bend this one. Never, never, never. Nevertheless. <laughs> never. Even the one you are now hiding from you. And send you out. There are some of you when you come to my house, I won't let you enter my study. Except I'm inside there. Uh, friends, anything that will make you go against the program of God, whatever you value much more, than the things that God is asking you to do has become a God to you. I was searching through some books and I found a book that brought memories back to me. I told you before, I bought two books by Kenneth Hagin. One of them was the Believer's um, Authority and then the other one is You and Your Family. I bought the books in 1988 and we're going for a program outside our station. So I took those two books and one of my colleagues and Letra said I should give her one to read. So I gave her the believer's authority. And she promised me that by the time we'll be returning, the book will be ready. I agreed. 
I gave the thing to her. One month, I no see book. Two months, when eventually I went to her office and she saw my eyes, she advised herself. She read the book and passed the book on to another and another passed to another. I don't have problems with that one, but they had marked everywhere. So when she brought the book, I look at the book like this. I look at her face. I look at the book. I look at her face. I put the book down. I said, never in your life. Never in your lifetime will you ever touch my book. And I was shaking, you know, the kind of anger that, that the whole body will be shaking. And I started sweating. I, I felt like holding that girl's neck and squeezing the neck. A book where I know read, I know read, I know read your book, not even one page. What, the, what kind of demon are you? You see, the book had taken a place in my heart where God's love should have been. Idols. When they say idols, they say, I don't have any idol. Guard yourself from worshiping anything but God tell yourself I will not have any idols I give God the first place of my life I consecrate my life unto him to live for him all the days of my life in the name of Jesus the Lord bless you the Lord bless you may his glory come afresh upon your life May you receive a quickening from your inside. Something that will make you always look up to him. In the name of Jesus. You will not become a victim of the enemy. Because you are positioned as one who controls the enemy.